Have you ever been weary? Have you ever found yourself in a place where you just are just tired and exhausted? And you're not sure why. You're looking for a way for refreshing. Today on the THP podcast, we're going to be talking about that with our good friend, Carlos Renfro. Hello and welcome to the THP Online Community Podcast. I'm Dallas, and guys, I'm excited about today's podcast. I'm excited about today's message. Once again, this is coming from our online worship gathering, which if you want to take part of it live, join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. on our website, thpstreetport.com. Click on online worship, and you can be part of our online worship gatherings. we got people who are in the chat. They're there to pray with you, to encourage you, and take part of life with you in real life time but this audio is coming from that and this is a it's a bit of a different different setup than normally normally you guys are used to just pastor scott or our pastor matt just preaching this today guys is a conversation and i love these in fact i talk about it a little bit <laughs> but it's gonna be a conversation between me and carlos about this week's promise so i really want to encourage you guys grab a bible grab a notebook and uh, grab a pen and get ready to dig and take some notes about the things that we talk about today because I promise you they're going to encourage you and they're going to challenge you. And hey, if you want some some extra notes, some of the notes that Carlos is actually bringing for our online for our on-campus gathering, uh, they are on our website, thbstreetport.com, right now. That's right, right now as of the recording of this. <laughs> they're on the website ready for you guys to download and check out and follow along. So all that being said, let's jump into today's conversation. Good morning, THB family. Dallas here. And uh, hey, thank you so much for inviting us to wherever you are at this morning. It has been a fantastic worship gathering we've had so far. And I'm really excited about what's about to take place here because you're going to hear from this guy right here, Mr. Carlos Renfro. Hey, family. <laughs> it's me again. So for those of you who don't know, maybe you haven't been part of the Healing Place for a very long. Carlos is actually one of our elders here at the Healing Place. Uh, he's a tech guru. I know he's saved uh, my life more than once in the techie world. Hey, it's fun. It's, I, I love doing it. I love it. <laughs> so um, um, I'm really excited about today because I love these conversational uh, type of things yes. that we do here at the Healing Place every so often. And um, one of the things I enjoy, again, Carlos isn't just our elder, but you're you're, you're a good friend. Yes. And so yes. this is going to be a conversation between friends about a very important subject, which yes. is the Word of God. Yes. And what I love about this is this opens up kind of a um, – Different mindset. A lot of people, they have this mindset that you can't just talk about God with friends. Right. And that's just not the case. Scott last week had this great, great uh, kind of way of presenting the message through the online community, where it's like, hey, we're at this table, and we're making some decisions. We're having a, a real-life conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there's there's lots of ways to present the Word of God. And mm -hmm. conversationally, it's kind of one of those things that's overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always being preached. At. It's a lot of times there, there are good things, and God can speak in this arena, in this form as well. Exactly. Last week, Scott's message was uh, out of Psalm 16, verse 11. It says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And the way he presented that whole message was like, hey, I'm here talking with you. And uh, there's some important things you need to do. There's some intentional steps you got to make. Yes. And um, I just really love the way it came off. And so I'm really excited about today's conversation because we're going to be going into a really interesting passage here in yes. just a second. Um, if you're new to The Healing Place, we've been going through what we call God's promises. And uh, it's coming out of actually 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, which says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. And... Um, 
So we've been building this foundation of, yes. of God's promises and, and how they, they interact with our life, how we can practically walk them out. And this week, Carlos, you're bringing out a different promise. So what is this yes. week's promise? This week's promise is going to come out of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It is a very familiar portion of Scripture. Most people have most people have heard it if you've been in church any time at all. It says this, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, run and, and and not grow weary. That's really a fascinating phrase that you've that's in that passage right there. Um, in the physical world, it's not really that possible. I mean, um, I, I get winded walking up the stairs sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but I mean, like it's not necessarily possible in the physical realm for somebody not to be weary when they go running, right? Well, well, not necessarily. And when I was studying this out, um, a show that I watched a while ago kind of kind of came to mind. If any of you, any of you geek fans out there, know who Stan Lee is? He's he's the guy who who started Marvel Comics, and he did a show a while ago, around two thousand five, two thousand six. It's sixth, it's called Superhumans, and right. in this show, they chronicle people basically with genetic mutations that could do things that most people couldn't. Um, there was one guy that was on there that he had the ability; his vocal cords had a mutation in his vocal cords. He can make separate sounds. You know, two separate, very distinct sounds with his own vocal cords, and he did like this strange type of beatboxing where it sounded like multiple people, and it was just him. That is but amazing. But there was this one guy, his name was Dean Carnassus, and Dean Carnassus, he had the genetic mutation where there's a minimal amount of lactic acid buildup or almost no lactic acid buildup in his muscle, and he doesn't get tired. That is crazy. He He's a, what's called an ultramarathoner, <laughs> and he can run and not get tired. Ultramarathoner. Yes. In fact, when they filmed the show, he, they filmed him with like a drone and, you know, the vehicle ran alongside him. They did documentary style filming that he ran for about 80 miles and he got to the end. Of, he got to the end of where they were filming at and they were like, all right, you ready to hop in the car and go back? He's like, no, nah, I'll run back. He's run over 200 up to 300 miles before without stopping. That is insane. <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely insane. When your tennis shoes give out before you do. Yes, yes, yeah. He has to worry about his 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 bones and his and his heart and things like that because his muscles never get tired. That is insane. But now, he's the exception to the rule, right? I mean, this this is a normal thing. Yeah, no, that's absolutely not normal. The rest <laughs> of us, we get we get tired, and Dan himself is 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 the exception to the rule. And the and the fact of the matter, physically as well as spiritually, we all get tired. Yeah. That's what hap- that's that's part of our that's part of the the flow of our physical life. Everybody needs rest at some point. Mm-hmm. And even spiritually, if you're you're a Christian, if you're born again, if you're living for God, at some point spiritually, you will get tired. Mm-hmm. And this is what this passage is talking about. Well, let's let's get into that. I mean, what what does it mean that um to to be weary? Um to truly understand what this means, to run and not grow weary, what is the the context of that of that that what that says? All right, right there in Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty one, we're talking about a time where Israel is being overcome by their enemies. They're mm-hmm. exiled. They've been exiled for about seventy years, and they're at a place in their life where they feel abandoned by God. They feel like. They feel like God's not listening to them anymore. God doesn't hear them, and they're actually weary and they're tired of of waiting for deliverance. Hmm. They're tired. They got to the point where you know nothing's happening 
and they're weary and they're tired. Mm-hmm. And strange things happen when our body gets tired. Well, like like what? Like what happens when your body gets tired? Or you can you experience pain. You can have weakness. A lot of times, the loss of mental clarity. I know there's <laughs> times when you feel like you need a nap or right. or whatever. You know, you're just in this fog and mm-hmm. and you can't really you can't focus right. You can't you can't think right. And those that's what happens when your body is crying out and it's asking you and it's calling for rest right. because it's tired. It needs a reset, right? And so, but like spiritually, what does that look like to be to be weary spiritually? Well, yeah, things happen. Things, our spirit kind of responds likewise. You know mm-hmm. that there are things spiritual that happens when we get tired. You know, um, we can make bad decisions. Um, you know, when, when we're spiritually tired, right? We can be challenged. We can be fearful. We can be upset, and and that thing it, it impairs our judgment from an emotional and a spiritual standpoint. We mm-hmm. we um. We also do. We can have that that dryness, that feeling that almost like how Israel was that nothing's happening. You mm. know, I feel like I'm starting. A lot of you, you may have been there before. A lot of you, you have that place where it almost feels like a a spiritual desert, and there there's there's nothing there, and you're weary. And you know, you also can have a lack of spiritual clarity. Mm. It's hard to hear the Lord. You don't know the difference between yourself and. And what's God, what's not God. Mm-hmm. And that weariness, that tiredness in, in your spirit, it wears down on you. The same way that you can get physically tired in your body, you can get tired spiritually, and it can be a challenge. And this is what this passage is beginning to address, and it's addressing it in Israel. And also, it's something that we can glean from that, and we can understand for our life as a promise of God as well. Right. So to this point, we, we've been talking about being being weary, being spiritually weary. And I'm sure some of you guys listening right now, whether you're listening to the podcast, you're watching this there in the our, our premier stream on, on our website, thpstreetport.com. Um, you are, you've been through some of the stuff. If you have, we want to hear about it. Like leave, leave in chat, like say, yes, I've been weary at times. I've been spiritually weary. Leave a comment in the chat. Let us know what that was like for you and, and what you were going through that maybe led to that. Because a lot of things lead to us being spiritually weary. But how do we avoid, Carlos, being spiritually weary? How do we avoid that? Well, the good thing about being spiritually weary is that is that we have access to to strength, and that's what if we read if we read the text again right there, um, said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They mm-hmm. shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and and not grow faint. There's a key word there that's renew. At that time, you know, you could look at where Israel was. Mm-hmm. Israel at one point had been a victorious nation, right? Israel at one point they had gotten out of the, out of Egypt and they had overcome their enemies. They had been into the promised land. They were able to to drive out the enemies in, uh, that were there. They were able to deal with the giants, you no know, spiritually. Right. They had you no know, the beginning of the time of the kings. You had all these things where Israel at one time had been a victorious people, mm-hmm. but now they're in a difficult time. Right now there's pressure and there's there's it feels like distant from God. But God said he will renew their strength. Mm-hmm. That that time of victory is a time where God can recycle them and bring that back over. Mm-hmm. No, you're, if you've been born again, if you're in relationship with God, you're right with God, you submit and you're walking with the Lord, mm-hmm. you have had times of victory. Right. And even in our times of challenges, we understand that those times of victory are a reference point. And God promises, that's the, the beautiful part about this, that God promises that if we are willing to wait on him, right. we're willing to wait on the Lord, that a time of renewal can come out of that, that he will, not that he might, not just that he's capable of it, he can, mm-hmm. but he will 
mm. renew our strength. That's awesome. Awesome. I think a key phrasing that you kept saying right there was waiting on the Lord. Yes. And as someone who is maybe just a little ADD, uh, that's difficult to it wait is. to do. It is. It is. So, um, and so I want you guys to do me a favor in the chat, just to remind yourself, type in the word, wait on the Lord. That's wait a key essential aspect of this conversation, waiting on the Lord. Now, Carlos, a lot of people unfortunately see a delineation between the Old Testament and the New Testament. They, they um, unfortunately have the, the incorrect belief that things in the Old Testament, well, they're just gone. And is there an example, though, in the New Testament reinforce this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Bible talks about this all the time. I know we talk about, you know, waiting on the Lord and renewing strength. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus comes around in Matthew chapter 11. Yeah. Um, in the New Testament, in his teaching, he's talking to people, and at this time, once again, another spiritual dry spell. You got at the time of the end of the of what we consider the Old Testament, or what's no as, as we've we can a lot. Um, no, we've made canon out of the Bible. And we you know we line this thing out so it's easy for us to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time they hadn't been a prophet for for over four hundred years. You yeah. know, and then before John the Baptist shows up, there hadn't been a, a voice, a word from the Lord. So you have generations of weariness of mm. of people not really having the true voice of God until John the Baptist and the Jews show up on the scene. And in Matthew chapter eleven, um, I'm sure this would be somewhere in the chat or something. There, Matthew <laughs> chapter eleven, verse twenty eight through through thirty says, "This come to me, all ye." who are weary and burdened right. and I will give you rest mm. take upon me and you, take upon me and learn of me for I am gentle humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light right and this is Jesus this is Jesus again here's a group of people that had to had to wait on God. Right. And he's saying, if you come to me, mm-hmm. that Jesus is that source of renewal. Right. He's that source of brand new and renewed strength. Right. That if you come to come to me, the yoke of the world is is sin. Right. And that man, it's a it's a burden that's too heavy for mankind to bear. We yeah. can't no, it's it, it's a spine breaker. We can't handle it spiritually. <laughs> yeah. But he said that his yoke is easy. His burden is light. And if you're weary, mm-hmm. if you're if you're heavy, if you're burdened, come to me. Right. And he he gives you his yoke, which what it seems almost counterintuitive. Right. But his yoke is easy. Yeah. And it's it brings renewal and it brings strength and it brings you no. Know, there's 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 access to what God has for us. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus came to do. We come to Christ and he 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 trades the burden that we have that's too heavy for us to carry. Mm-hmm. He takes that on his cross right. and then he gives us the one that he intends us to have. Right. And that burden is easy and it's light. Word. And it's still about depending on God. Yeah, absolutely. You said something really interesting in the front of the conversation, which was sometimes that like for the people of Israel at the time, it was a generational thing. There was a burden placed upon them after after generation after generation, things passed upon them. I think some of you guys may be listening right now. Um, maybe you're dealing with it. Maybe there's some generational burdens been put upon you, oh, yeah. and it's made you weary. It's made you just physically and, and spiritually weary. You're you're trying to walk in joy. You're not understanding why there's this burden, yeah. and it's a it's a generational thing. And Jesus yeah. is like, hey, let's let's put a stopgap here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's reset things for you. Absolutely, it's so important for us as the light of the gospel begins to shine onto our life when we enter into a relationship with God that we allow those. Those crevices, if you will, that right. are that are in our life and in our heart, and those things that even before, you know, what our family, the way we grew up, the way our families' families grew up, these things that are passed out aren't just traditional; they're spiritual, right? 
and it's important for for Jesus to allow the gospel to shine a light on those things so that so that we can we could be there should there are things that we should be handing to the Lord we may not be aware that we should be handing to them yeah Absolutely. I was recently in a conversation with some people, and we're talking about Proverbs chapter 4, and it was talking about um, uh, a father passing on wisdom to his son, and it's talking about how he's passing on what's been given to him. And in my conversation with these people, I was talking about the fact that um, the, the primary teacher of a, of a child is their parent. Yeah. Even if you're a poor parent, you're teaching your child something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, that you're really – parents the, – the point of our conversation was that parents are really charged with the – responsibility to pass on good doctrine, yeah. pass on good morals. Oh, absolutely. But at the same time, um, it's important for a child to understand what's right and what's wrong, too. We yeah. are responsible for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so some people, they have this tendency to to blame their wearies and their woes on other people. Right, yeah. But we've got to go, you know what? I'm going to own up to this. I'm going to take my next step. And I'm going to be what God's called me to be. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. I'm going to wait on the Lord myself. Instead of waiting for Grandma, who's been praying for 30 years, I'm going to wait on the Lord now. Oh, yeah. When Jesus showed up on the scene, he didn't. He didn't. His his first words in his public ministry, he came to people. He said, man, repent. The yeah. kingdom of heaven is hand. He didn't start his public ministry by talking about what their fathers and their forefathers had done. And, right. and what. No, he came to them. Hey, I'm here now. Right. I'm here to show you what you're supposed to do. And this is your opportunity to follow me, mm-hmm. to put to put your nets down, so if you will, to put down what you already know right. and to come after me and to follow me. And when we do that, we enter into an arena to where we have access to God's strength. Word. You know, you oh, it's it's like it's like being in a hallway and seeing a door, and we open that door. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is the door, and we come to that door. Now we're in a place, we're in a room where we're in His presence, and now we have access to those things. Mm. And we ha- and it's up to us. To to wait to open that door and to wait on the Lord. A lot of times, man, we have problems with the timing of God. Oh yeah, we often do. We have problems <laughs> with God's timing, you know. And sometimes the hardest thing for us to do is to wait. Yeah. And if we read our promise, it says, "They that wait upon the Lord, it is conditional mm. upon us waiting." Yeah, you know, God is smarter. I tell tell my kids all the time, "I'm smarter than you, bro." <laughs> you know, I know what I'm doing, and God is smarter than us. Mm-hmm. He knows what He's doing. He sees the beginning from the end. He has that fifty thousand foot bird's eye view of life and where we are and what's ahead of us, mm-hmm. and we don't see all of that. So there's a trapping for us there to not be patient and to not wait upon the Lord. But the fulfillment of that promise right there in Isaiah is conditional upon us waiting on God's timing. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow. It's a hard <laughs> pill for me to swallow as well. But, but. That promise fulfilling itself is conditional upon us because when we do that, we're saying, God, I trust you. Absolutely. God, I know that you know your your ideas, your thoughts are above my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Your ways are above my ways. And me being willing to wait is me saying, God, I trust you. Word. And that's what these promises have been about since the beginning of the year is us trusting the promises of God in every area and arena of our life that these promises are highlighting saying, God, I'm willing to trust you here. Yeah, so good. So good. So, Carlos, how does this um, promise, how has it played out in your life? Well, I can tell you this. You know, with, with being able to with being able to wait on the promise of God, you know, there's always the trapping of trying to produce the will of God on your own. Mm. You know, and I've no and it would be even when I showed up here, man, that's that's where I was exhausted, man. Really? My wife and I well, I showed up here at the healing place. I hadn't even I, my my family wasn't with me. Mm. The first time I came here, I was alone. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife was still; she had still went to the place that we had went to previously, 
you know, we're trying to balance out, you know, where where we were and what we want to do. And we're just we are part of an idea and a mentality that it was about my abilities, about me harnessing my talents and mm. about and then about me doing X, Y, Z and 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 being and becoming this person. Mm. And I'm telling you, it, it really was rooted in a lot of flesh. Mm. And and trying to produce the will of God, I'm telling you, trying to produce the will of God on your own with your own ability, it will be exhausting. And I remember that. I remember that that first service there. You know, Matt he came over to me, and, he, <laughs> and it was after the it was after the service. It was during the time of prayer. It was the prayer time, and he walked over to me. And I was a manager at a at a tech center at this time. He said, "Man, he said, I don't know what it is about you." He said, "But people have to listen to you." He said, "You're in a position where people have to listen to you, but." God is going to show you that what you think you know is not what you really know mm. and that he's going to show you something different. He's going to show you show you a new way of doing things. Mm. And it was like something was lifted off of me because I've been I've been not waiting on the Lord. I'm not trusting the time of God and I'm trying to produce this thing on my own and and I just use this analogy where it was like to me I was like in my mind here I am. I'm standing with my back to the sun. No, mm. just imagine the sun being behind me. I always said I was standing with my back to the sun, and I'm focused on the shadow, and I'm too intelligent to realize that that's me that's standing in the way. Yeah, and and I was trying to produce this thing on my own, and God taught me to trust Him, and taught me that if I'm willing to wait on Him, mm-hmm. that waiting is not necessarily a bad thing. There's a lot of things, good things, that come out of waiting. Right. There are a lot of great. The Bible talks about how. How you know how patience, how it produces perseverance, how there's all these things of maturity come out of it, mm. and that even the waiting, there's the there's the work of God to come through that ends in the renewal of our strength mm. and the in the rejuvenation of our spirit and clarity and spiritual, mental, and emotional clarity that comes out of waiting on God, what He wants to do in His timing. And I've not walked that. It's not just it's not something that I read in the book somewhere. <laughs> it's something that I, I walked in just real in my life. Right. And God had to teach me and my family these lessons for real. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you say to people though, Carlos, that man, they they've been walking this stuff out for a while. And they they they're struggling right now. And they're like, Carlos, I I, I see what you're saying. I'm trying to do that, but it's not happening for me. Like I just I'm growing tired. I'm growing weary of waiting. Yeah. What do you say to those people? Well, like it's I use this analogy all the time. You know, my children don't have to worry about, um, they don't have to worry about, you know, where the next meal is coming from. They right. don't have to worry about, you know, how the bills are going to get paid or things of, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Is that their proximity to me and their relationship with me guarantees that those things will be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And that's how we have to look at the Lord. Mm-hmm. That I, in a relationship with God, I have to examine am I truly trusting the Lord. My proximity to God and my relationship with him through Jesus Christ guarantees me the the outcome is going to be for his glory and for my good. And that he, the promise says he will renew their strength. Right. Like I said before, not that he can, not that he may, but he will renew their strength. Absolutely. And that's, that's so important that we understand that our closeness, our proximity to God is that even when we're doing the right things, even when we're doing the right things, it can't feel like, it can't feel like you like, like, you know, this isn't panning out. I think about in the Bible, if you read in Genesis chapter 29, you hear about um, about Jacob. Jacob went to his homeland, to his uncle Laban to find a wife. Mm-hmm. They made an agreement. They said, hey, he said, hey, you you can, he he fell in love with Rachel. Rachel was the one that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, Rachel had a sister named Leah as well. Right. 
And he agreed with Laban, hey, I'll work for you seven years. And, you know, in exchange for that, you know, the prize is Rachel. The prize is the woman that I love. Right. And in that, you know, Jacob did everything he was supposed to do. I could see him in my mind's eye tending the flock and and working crops and all of the tasks that it takes for seven years. And the Bible said it felt like it didn't even feel like that to him. Right. And that he labored and did the right thing. But, you know, when it came to the end of those seven years, they had the wedding ceremony. He was supposed to marry Rachel. Laban pulled a fast one on him. Yeah. That morning he woke up, man, it was Leah. Right. It wasn't Rachel. Mm -hmm. You know, and here this guy, man, I can imagine in his mind, he's like, He's like, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. Everything I did, with, I, 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 I held up my end of the deal, and here I am. I'm not seeing what I wanted to out of it. Right. But God had a plan all, out of all of that. Absolutely. You know, and he worked another seven years. It was God's time for him to work another seven years, and he got Rachel. But so many great things came out of Leah. Yeah. So, I mean, even Judah, the line of the tribe of Judah, which is the, the lineage of Jesus Christ, Judah was the son of Rachel. Mm. I was the son of Leah, not the son of Rachel. Right, right. You know, God had a plan in all of that. Right. So you could be in a place in a situation where you, it feels like, God, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. But we have to really trust God, that God knows and he's on the throne. He understands what's happening here. Right. And that there is something, even in your waiting, even in the things that feel like disappointments to us, that God's perspective is greater and that there can be great things that come out of what we see as a potential disappointment because God sees the whole picture. Right. He Absolutely. sees the whole thing. That's so good. I remember years ago we did a series called Threads, and it was kind of along yes. that same time set. Mm-hmm. And for those of you maybe you're, you're new, Threads was a series where we talked about how there's a tapestry that God's creating. And for us, when we look at the the tapestry of our life, we're, we have this tendency to go, I want to take out these dark spots, these hard spots. We don't yeah. like it. But then the picture's incomplete. Yes. And they don't realize that those dark spots were meant to be shadowing. They're meant to be, bring depth to the greater image yeah. that Christ is making. Yeah, sometimes we're so close to the to the situation. It's almost can't see the forest from the trees. Right. That you can't see. You know what those things they, they it looks ugly to you. you know you get really close to a masterpiece painting it's, it just seems like blotches you know but when you back up and you have that perspective that God has right it's a it's a it's a it's a complete picture and those those things that seem like like mistakes yeah they're details right they're not mistakes they're details that's so something good. that's so much bigger that's so good that put that in the chat they're not mistakes they're details. Put that in the chat right now because I think that is a key phrase. I think a lot of people need to have a, a, a kind of a change in their mind, yes. a shifting of what they're dealing with. It, there's things that take place. Okay, let's take a moment and go to the next. Let's make a movement to the yes, next yes, moment that we yes. have. So, Carlos, as we kind of bring this thing to a close before we go back into another time of, of worship, and I'm going to encourage you guys, don't don't log out just yet. We'll stay with us for the worship. In the back end, I'm going to be back. We'll talk about your next step and how we can walk with you through that next step. But how do you wrap this up? Look at that camera right there and tell them, last st- statement, what is the one thing you want them to walk away with this message? I want you to walk away with the idea that your strength... I want you to walk away with the idea that your strength is exactly what it's supposed to be. It's your strength. It's not God's strength. That you can have what you need from God. And that's really what it's about. It's about, just like our promise is, that he that waits upon the Lord, that he will renew your strength, that you that you won't faint, that you'll run, you won't grow, grow weary, mm. that you won't... that. 
that the thing that tries to overcome you that it doesn't have the ability to overcome you because and Scott even said this um in, in last week's message that mm-hmm. it's really not on us to do things that are extraordinary absolutely it's not on you the key thing that we have to take away from this is that we we need access to God's strength mm. that is on us to get God's strength and that we get that simply by waiting and trusting the Lord if you're out there and you're tired you're right in the center of the will of God you're tired Man, wait on God. Yeah. Wait on God. Trust that He knows what he knows what He's doing, and that when you do that, you know we're walking into that room, that room of trust and faith, and we have access to His goodness, grace, and His strength to renew us. So good, so good, guys. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's podcast. For being part of our THP online community, whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or even our website thpreport.com, we appreciate you and taking part in what's happening here. If we can pray with you, if we can encourage you anyway, please reach out to us. Uh, you can email us at mediahub at thpshreveport.com. You can find us on any of our social media. Uh, just look for THP Shreveport on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We pop up really easily. I promise you guys this. That said, I want to take some time to pray with you guys right here and right now. Why? Because we love you. Because we care about you. Perhaps you've been walking this walk with God and you found yourself weary and and you're in a place where you just need a break. You need a refreshing wind to to rejuvenate you. You're not like uh, Dean Carnez, who Carlos talked about, who can just just go for days. I want want to tell you this. Nobody is. Nobody is like that guy. Do not feel like you need to be a superhero today. Do not feel like that you have to be the one who's always going and never stopping because that's a trick of the enemy. What the enemy can get you to believe that that is who you are is the day that he has an opportunity, a foothold in your life because you're not going to make it. And when you start to falter, when you start to feel the, the tiredness take over, that's when he steps in. Don't let the enemy have this foothold in your life anymore. Don't allow this to be a a stop point in your life. Your next step is rest. Your next step is taking a moment to be refreshed and be made new. So let's pray. God, just thank you so much for everyone who's taking part in this podcast. I thank you that they've taken the time to listen all the way through, to engage, and to listen to what you have for them today. But God, I pray for a refreshing in their spirit. Holy Spirit, be with them wherever they are, whether they're in their car, maybe they're walking down the street, maybe they're in their home, wherever they are. Holy Spirit, bring refreshing to them. Let them know that you're with them. Let them know that you're proud of them. You are you are legitimately proud the fact that they are working so hard to serve you and to honor you. But give them rest, Lord. Refresh them. Your word says that you, you take us by green pastures and you lay us by still waters to bring refreshing. And so I pray for refreshing to take place in the individuals who are listening to this podcast right now. Let them know that it's okay to breathe slow. It's okay not to be okay for a moment. And I pray, Lord, that you surround them. Holy Spirit, surround every person who's listening to this podcast right now with individuals who are life givers, not life stealers. Individuals who will build them up. Individuals who will show them that you are good and point them back to your grace, back to your presence, so that they can truly be refilled with what you have for them. And we thank you, God, for this promise. We thank you, God, for these things. We worship you because of them. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 
Again, guys, thank you so much for being part of our online worship gathering for of our online community. Reach out to us if we can encourage you anyway. Check out our website, thpstreetport.com. And hey, do us a favor. Check out our Facebook group, THP Family. That's again, THP, uh, actually THP Fam, F-A-M. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be links in the show notes for you guys to check it out. But um, we have a community of individuals who pray for each other, who, who laugh together. We post some funny memes. There were some memes that went out on our social media this past week of Carlos and I. And it was a lot of fun. It was all part of having some rest. Because, hey, laughing's part it gives rest, right? So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have a fantastic day.